Well, good morning and God bless you. I just want to say hello to you all, pray over you in a second and get you ready. If you don't have your Bible or notebook, go get one and get ready. I believe God's going to help us today. I believe he helps us anytime we look for help, Uh, but I believe I have a message or am a deliverer today uh, to deliver a message from heaven for you. So Lord, I thank you now that our minds are cleared. I thank you now that every attack of Satan stops in Jesus' mighty name. I, I thank you now, Lord, for health and healing Uh, I thank you for peace right now. May peace cover us right now. May all darkness leave us. May confused thinking go from us. And I I speak over you now that you have a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So may you walk in that now. May you walk in the strongest anointing that you've ever walked in in these last days. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Well, amen and God bless you. I want to get right into uh, today's uh, teaching, you know, uh, in the last few months, we've been we talked about the end time attacks of Satan, uh, the end time antichrist spirit. Uh, we we've talked about the end time. Last week, we got into the end time anointing, uh, which I believe is a victory anointing or the greatest anointing we'll ever see. If you look at that victory anointing, every time God's people uh, uh, were under attack or, or went through something. They, they, they walked out in victory because God placed on the obedient ones a victorious anointing or an anointing to win. And I believe we're in the last day. That's not a bad time. Hey, when you hear the last days, don't get doom and gloom. Uh, we're trying to get to heaven. We want to go to heaven. We don't want to stay here. This is in our land. Uh, we're not citizens of this land. As, as born-again believers, uh, we're, from another, we're from heaven now. We're heavenly. We're godly. Uh, we're Christ-like. Uh, we become uh, sons and daughters of the Almighty. So when I hear the end time, I, I, I hear the beginning time, really bringing my spirit, because it's the end of, of, of this earth. It's the beginning of the great one that's coming. So why am I going to get upset? Why am I going to get in fear when I hear the end days, last days, end time? This isn't even doom and gloom, the last days. Yeah, evil wax worse. Who cares? So what? That, what's that have to do with you? The The, the worse the world gets... Uh, the better it should get for you because the brighter your light shines, the more illumination, the more you illuminate the truth, the more power, uh, the more ability, the more victory, the more anointing, the more grace. Uh, come on now, preaching pretty good. Uh, say, man, hey, maybe I'm on an assignment to pull your head out of the sand today because I see a lot of Christians walking around dazed and confused, and that shouldn't be. So glory to God. Yeah, we're in the last days, but uh, that being said, we're fixing to experience the, the greatest days of our life. And that's a rapture. Uh, that's, you know, heaven. That's et- the beginning of eternity uh, with God, with all of those who've gone before us. Uh, so come on now, say amen or something. Uh, but you got to get out of this doom and gloom. Now I want to touch on something that's touchy, but I want to deal with this COVID thing for a second. Uh, we are, are it, we're, I'd say at the brink, but I think we're already in it. You know, God's a seasonal God. I started talking about seasons last week by the direction of the Holy Ghost. But God's a seasonal God, and we're fixing to trans, you know, uh, uh, transform or go from one season to another season. Um, and the season we're going is from summer to fall, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking in the spirit realm. I'm talking about by the spirit, 
I sense uh, there's a change. I, I, you know, I sense a spiritual change prophetically. I feel it in the in in the spiritual air, so to speak, uh, it, within me. Uh, God's dealing with me, speaking to me, and the only thing that's going to hold you back is, is you staying in the worldly information or staying paralyzed by these little attacks of Satan. Yeah, I understand COVID took some good people out, but wh- where did it take them out to? To heaven? Like that's a bad thing. Like, oh, we, we lost, we lose anybody. Hey, when a, when a believer dies, we don't lose them. Uh, they just go from one one uh, location to another location. They In this case, they go from earth and they go to heaven. The Bible said to be absent from the bodies, be present with the Lord. So you're upset that they're present with the Lord. You're upset that they went to their our final, all of our the believers' final destination is heaven. And you're upset they went before you? And the, and the difference is, not only are they there, you're maybe you're just mad because you can't get there because a plane can't travel there, rocket can't travel there. There's only you got to go through the portal of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and you can only go by way of grave or by rapture. That's the rules of God. So yeah, we're, we miss people, but we can't sit here and, and live in this you know gripey, feel bad for me. Uh, you know, I, I'm, my, I lost someone. Yeah, we're always going to miss people, whether we're, we're separated for a week or for a month or for a year, but we shall see them again. And hey, sooner than you probably think. So glory be to God. But we got to get out from underneath the sting of COVID in order to recognize and realize that there is a new season right before us. There's a freshness in the air. Uh, I taught you, and I'll get into Ecclesiastes in a, in a few moments, but God has set these seasons before us, a season in, a season out, a season for this, a season to leave this, a season to receive, a season to let go, a season to gain or increase, a season to decrease. Uh, God was very transparent concerning seasons. But I want to deal with this a little more. If you'll stay under this uh, I don't know, dark cloud or, or suppression or depression of this uh, COVID thing that Satan spun into society. Uh, now, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying it, it's demonic. I'm saying it, it, it's just from the ver- very earliest conceptions of it. It's demonic. It, it, it's always been a plan of Satan to cause destruction. Human beings that were under his uh, guidance uh, have, you know, by I, I believe by help of demons, uh, came up with this evil, demonic, destructive disease, and it took uh, uh, you know several good people out. But we're going to see them again, and Satan's going to pay for this. You know, God will make sure of it. And the, the faithful ones, you know, like us that are still here, we're going to do our job to win more uh, because of it. it. Just stirred us up a little bit. Uh, but I also want to say this: uh, you got to in a season that we're going into a spiritual season. Uh, you got to turn your back, cast out, cast down, pull out, pluck out by its roots the things that have caused you to live in the shadows of that whatever it is. So like there's a shadow of COVID, right? If you choose to live there, this uh, a, a reality, not the truth, but a reality of COVID will last for the next 20 years. If you're going to live in the shadow of it, if you're going to refuse to move on, if you're going to let this thing, you know, reduce you and just stay here, it, it, you'll become a product of it. This will be the end game for you. Uh, it'll just rob a little of your life at a time. Maybe it's a, a failed marriage. Maybe it's a, 
the uh, physical uh, hurt that was done against you. Maybe it's a wrong decision that, that took you down a wrong road. Maybe it's a, a wrong habit, alcohol, drugs, you know, and you had a good reason, so to speak. Uh, maybe it's something happened with your children. I, I just don't know, but you cannot live in the shadow uh, or the, the voice of Satan that would continually lie to you and tell you that you're a product of or you'll never move beyond. That's a lie. And the Bible says that you got to pull those things down and you got to cast them out, take them into captivity, anything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Come on now, I'm preaching pretty good and we just got started. I'm going to get my Bible, you get yours, and go to Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. I want to read this to you because I got to get this out of you. We got to get this this, this new, uh, I've heard a lot of people say it's kind of the new um you know, the new norm. No, this is, for the world it could be, but for the believer, I'm not normal. You know, I'm I'm super I'm supernatural. I'm not natural. I'm above natural. I'm above normal. I got promises from God. But in Second Corinthians ten, one of my favorite scriptures, especially in the hour in which we live, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So let's think about this. Is, is COVID um, Christ God-ordained? No. The answer is no. I'll help you. Is poverty God-ordained? No. Is a failed marriage God-ordained? No. Is something horrible happening to your children God-ordained? No. Uh, is, is you being hurt, harmed, mentally, physically, uh, is something evil that happened to you God-ordained? The answer is no. So why do you rent that thing, space, in your head or in your soul? Why do you allow it activity? Why do you let it stay there? Why, why are you feeding on something that's ungodly? Well, I'll, I'll answer you. A lot of people, uh, you've developed an appetite, and it's kind of like a weird demonic thing that you feed on it, and you feed off it, and it gives you some kind of weird, I don't know, euphoria or weird feeling. Well, that's demonic. Cast it out. Cast it down. Hey, uh, yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it's, it's ungodly. Yeah, you know, in a perfect world, when we get to heaven, that's not going to happen to you, but we're not there yet. So take authority over this. Say, you got to, I'll never forget uh, my dear friend, Dr. Norval Hayes, who probably did more for me than anybody else. As a young preacher, he just helped me, believed in me, stood with me. But he taught me so many things. But one of the the things I remember him saying over and over again is fill your mouth with faith. Uh, Well, you fill your heart with faith, obviously, first. But then after your heart or you, you fill your, that, that you know, spirit place, that uh, soul, that life place, that life breathing place, your heart, your, the inner man, well, then you can fill your mouth with faith and you can get the world out of your mouth. You can get curse out of your mouth. You can get destruction out of your mouth and you can begin to speak or, or profess or proclaim or declare uh, uh, or make declarations of God's faithfulness. Uh, you know, uh, COVID's not going to linger in my life. The quote-unquote sting of COVID, the shadow of COVID is not going to linger in my life. I cast it out, I cast it down. I take authority over it, and I cast it out, cast it down. 
uh, wrongful things in my past. I'm not giving them the ability to stick around. I cast you out. I cast you down. Hey, and forget about, let me help you. I don't know. Maybe I'm pulling your head out of the sand today. But for, you know, the poor me stuff's not going to fly. It's just not going to help you. A poor, all poor me does is prolong your freedom. I say it again. A poor me spirit prolongs what God has for you, your freedom. So you got to get out of that poor me. Well, you said it's been two, three, four, 10, 20, 50 years. Well, get free from it now and live the next, the rest of your life free. Hey, you can do more with a strong anointing from God in a month or a year than you can do in a hundred lifetimes without God. So don't worry about age. Don't worry about time wasted. Uh, dust yourself off. Pick yourself up today. Uh, get free. Get in your Bible. Not in a religion. Not in a denomination. Forget all that. Get in your Bible. Get in your Word. Ask the Holy Spirit now to come and begin to lead you and help you out of this mess. Uh, ask Him to illuminate scriptures or bring life to some scriptures. Uh, get some good teaching and, and cast these things out and cast them down. Uh, if it's a failed marriage that you just can't get over, just say, I take authority over this roots of these seeds, these roots of this failed marriage, the thoughts, the images, uh, and the, 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 you know, the, the food of it that I feed on. I take authority over it. I cast it down in Jesus' name and get rid of it. And understand now, uh, you're missing out. There's a season right in the middle of a storm. You look at Jesus when he was in the boat uh, with the disciples. He's in peace. He's sleeping. He's taking a rest. And a, a great storm, the Bible says, rises up. And now this wasn't just a little afternoon shower. This is a, a, a tempest or a, a hurricane-type storm. Uh, so much that the disciples, they don't think they're going to live. And Jesus wakes up, and I believe gives us a great example that you can find peace no matter what storm you're in as a believer. And he said, what's your problem? And they said, well, don't you under, we're going to die. You know, we're surely we're going to die. And he said, oh, no, no. Uh, you know, once again, you got little faith. And then he used his faith or he had his mouth full of uh, faith, God words. And he said, peace be still. And the Bible said a great peace came upon them. Well, I'm telling you right now, uh, get that in your mouth. Get that in your heart. Peace be still. Combat uh, these ungodly thoughts, this, this demonic driven thoughts. Combat them and get free from them. In Jesus' name. Well, Ecclesiastes, let's go there. Let's pick up here. I got into this last week in uh, church, in, in on a, I believe it was a Sunday, I don't remember, Sunday. Uh, we preach so much around here and do prayer and teaching and so on and so forth. But I want to get into this season now. You can't miss the season you're in, uh, uh, but you got to know, well, let me rephrase that. You can't deny that you are in a certain season, but you got to know when that season ends and you got to know how to exit a season. It seems like God's people are horrible at exiting bad seasons. It's funny how you want to stay in a good season forever, but you're, we've become horrible at exiting a bad season. It's almost like a bad season wraps its tentacles around us and holds us prisoner bondage in bondage. But we got to get free. We got to rise up and get free now. Uh, but I want to read a couple verses out of Ecclesiastes 3, starting in verse 4. It says, uh, there's a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, uh, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones, 
a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. And on it goes. But I want to deal with a few of these uh, today. Uh, you, you can't weep when you're in a laughing season. And you can't, you shouldn't be laughing when you're in a weeping season, but you got to know the seasons. So it, it's not uh, real hard to, to figure out. We've been in a, a, a weeping or a crying type season, and you can't stay there. You got to release that thing. God's breathing on us, if you will, a new season, not only in the natural, I'm talking about in the spiritual. We're getting ready to walk into uh, just a fresh anointing, a new season of God, a new season of promise. Uh, you know, it's almost like optimism or pessimism. We're, we're fixing to walk into a season of optimism or uh, to where we can see uh, beyond the, all this bad and see beyond or, or, or rise up out of this the sinful nature world. So, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> not only is there a time to laugh, a time to weep, but then it says there's a time to mourn, there's a time to dance. Understand this, that seasons are continually changing. And I'm not talking about natural, I'm talking about spiritual seasons. So if you're in a season today, just hold tight for a few days. Hold tight for a few months, a week, I don't know. Uh, but seasons are continually changing. It's like the clock. It only stays, uh, you know, at, at what time? 8.37 for a minute. And then guess what? That 8.37 season has changed. It only stays 8.38 uh, for a minute. And that, see, it only stays 12 o'clock. It only stays, you know, today for a 24-hour uh, period. And then today is gone and you're in a new season. It only, uh, a month, so on and on it goes. Everything is continually and rapidly changing, and we need to be uh, uh, within this continual rapid change. Uh, God is seasonal. So uh, let, let's say this. If you've been crying, just go, go ahead and say it. I'm fixing to laugh again. Amen. Fill your mouth with faith. I'm fixing to laugh again. Hey, why not? Maybe I just laugh today. Amen. Maybe I just start laughing. Self-provoked laugh. And maybe it'll just, I just catch on and it'll get in my spirit and the joy of the Lord will rest on me and the joy of the Lord will begin to bubble up out of me. And all these ungodly thoughts, hey, laughter will drive out uh, the attacks of Satan. Laughter will drive out laughter. Now this isn't biblical. I mean, it's not not biblical, but there's not a scripture per se, but I'm telling you, uh, the Bible talks about laughter as a medicine, but I'm talking about a uh, laughter will scrub your soul the laughter will scrub your, your, you know, your, your mind. It'll release them ungodly toxins that it's received from the world's news and so on and so forth. Uh, laughter will break them free and, and expel them. So just start laughing. You say, when I laugh about it, I don't know, just chuckle. Just ha, 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 ha. You know, chuckle for a little bit. You can just get tickled in your belly and maybe you'll drive all this stuff out. Oh, glory to God. I'm helping somebody. Amen. Uh, I believe it was my brother, my dear friend Norval, that 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 preached and taught, uh, learn how to laugh at the devil. Um, maybe I'll post that later for you. But there's a time to to break. Uh, well, where am I at five? A time to cast away, a time to gather. That's real simple. There's a time to maybe buy property, buy sell houses. There's a time to gather, buy sell stock market. There's a time not to. There's a time to. Once again, seasons. Uh, the one I really like is there's a time to lose and a time to keep and a, uh, and a time to cast away. Uh, hey, there's some relationships in your life, write this down, that you should outgrow. 
You say, no, 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 I want to keep them all. Well, if they refuse to grow with you, you better outgrow them. If not, that means you become stagnant. There's some uh, opinions of people, there's some relationships, there's some little groups that refuse to grow, that are spiritually uh, hindered, that refuse uh, you know, to, to operate under the guidelines of the gospel, and they're just going to stay stagnant. Well, you might have to go beyond. There's, there's going to be a time where you have to go beyond uh, those relationships. There's a time where you got to go find some new relationships, uh, some new friends that will bring you to a higher place in Christ. That's good preaching. Now, don't boo-hoo and whine when you got a trans- transition from a relationship to a relationship or from a job to a job, you know, because you should go from, uh, you know, uh, uh, careers, you should go higher and higher and wealth, so on and so forth. And don't whine about it. Don't be one of these people. I like the old times. Well, forget about the old times. They're expired. They're gone. Man, I got to take a breath. You got me preaching. Glory to God. Say amen. Say God's faithful. Say, yeah, I see it. I see this new season. I feel it in my spirit. I feel this delivering season. I feel this laughter season. I feel this gaining season. I feel this victory season in Jesus' name. I hope I'm helping you today. Now, in these seasons, I really feel, I don't feel, spiritually I know, in the realm of faith I know, but I feel in my spirit that a lot of God's people have faith for the good seasons, but no faith for the bad seasons. You got to have faith for all seasons, especially in these last days, last hours, not doom and gloom. When I say that, don't go default to doom and gloom. Last days, last hours are not doom and gloom for the body of Christ. These are victorious days for the body of Christ. But when, when we can't default when I hear that, but then understand this in these last days, last hours, we got to have faith for every season. Uh, You got to have faith to wake up, you got to have faith to leave your house. You got to have faith to go to the, to the supermarket, grocery store, shopping mall. You got to have faith. You got to you got to take God uh, with you. You got to take the system of the kingdom of God with you everywhere you go. That's faith. Uh, you got to believe everywhere you go. Believe in God. That's faith. But you can't just have faith for the good times, and then and then if you just have faith for the good times, your faith is not authentic. It's not been t- tried and tested. You got to have faith for every time. You got to embrace the season. If it's a down season, embrace it because I have grace and I have faith. Amen. When times get tough, it doesn't matter to me. I have grace. I have faith. I'm going to make it. I have a covenant with the Almighty. He'll sustain me no matter what season I go through. Uh, I'm going to make it just fine. I might even be blessed in a down season, uh, and that's just fine. Say amen to that. But anyhow, uh, you know, God's people, I don't, and, even, and it goes back to the beginning. You remember the Israelites. Moses leads God's people out of one season into a new season. They go from darkness in bondage uh, into light, into freedom, into liberty. And, and even on their journey into freedom and to liberty, into the land God promised them, uh, even on their journey, uh, for some reason, they wanted to default back to quote unquote normalcy. Or, or uh, bondage is what it was, but they wanted to default back to what they knew, what, what they were learned in, what they were practiced in. Uh, and they all started complaining, hey, let's just go back to Egypt. This faith stuff, this what they were saying is this naturally unknown stuff is too hard. All right, well, hold on. Let, let me get back to the scripture. 
In 1 Corinthians, if you got your Bible, let's turn to 1 Corinthians. Hold your thought there where I'm at. 1 Corinthians. Um, and let's look in the 13th and 14th. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 and 14. Uh, says, oh, let me get there. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 and 14. Uh, now, or actually 12, uh, 13, 14. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, uh, which things also we speak not in the worlds which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things to spiritual but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. All right, let's look at this now. If this, Not if, back up. The spirit man knows things beyond the carnal man. The spirit man knows things beyond natural information. The spirit man is, is led by the Holy Spirit, which leads us and guides us into all God truths. Uh, hey, that's way over, way beyond the, the natural world information. So let's go back to now these Egyptian, or the Israelites leaving Egypt. Hey, I just want to go back. I want the leeks and the garlic. This unknown stuff is too hard for us. Uh, this spiritual stuff is too, well, it's only too hard for you if you're not spiritual. And I'm not talking about spiritual no, I'm talking about if you're not a practicing, engaged believer, uh, you're going to be limited. But when you're a practicing, in the middle of, stirred up, flowing uh, within you believer, on fire, Holy Ghost filled, you know, in love with God, that kind of believer, it's easy for him to see in the spirit realm. It's easy for her to see in the spirit realm. It's only for those, only a carnal Christian doesn't like Come on, a faith, because they're limited. They can't see beyond. They're stuck in the, in the carnal realm. And these Israelites, they, they wanted to, God's people with, God, with a direct God promise that God delivered to their man himself. And these people, they refused. They, they just complained and murmured and said, hey, we just want to go back to bondage. At least we knew what we had in bondage. Are you kidding me? Now, for us, we got a Bible, we got the Holy Spirit, and we know, we know what we got in the future. We know what tomorrow holds. We know what next year, we know what 10 years hold, and on it goes, because we have a promise from the Almighty. But I refuse to stay uh, under the shadows of COVID, under the shadows of a, a wrong marriage or a bad marriage, under the shadows of hurt, under the shadows of a bad financial thing or a lie of Satan. When I got the, the, the promise, man, I got, the, I got heaven's constitution. I got, and within my hand, I'm holding the Bible, uh, and I got the, the, the rules, the parameters, the limits, uh, the, everything that God established. I got it within my hand. I'm not going back. Come on, that should be you too. You ought to get excited and, and begin to recognize this new season we're walking in. Let me take you to Romans 8 real quick. Go to Romans 8, 6. Uh, we're going to have to wrap this up. Time goes so quickly when we're together, doesn't it? Romans 8, 6. Let me help you here. Romans 8, 6 says, uh, For to be carnally minded is dead, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is an enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. 
but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. But we are, come on, say I am, and I do possess the Spirit of the Almighty. Come on, that's good news there. Uh, amen. No weapon. Come on, let's just say this out loud. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper in Jesus' mighty name. Let's say it again. Isaiah 54, 7, uh, 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper in Jesus' mighty name. Wow. Glory to God. Well, I, ho- I hope this helped you. I'll two-part this one, and I'll get you some more help next week. Share this. Uh, get the, get this word out. Get this message out. Get this podcast out. Uh, let me have some feedback from you today, too. I'd like to know how I'm helping you. Lord, I combat directly these demons, these end-time demons, these lies of Satan that have seeped into the body of Christ, and, and I pull them out. I pull out all these ungodly thoughts in Jesus' name. And I ask you now, angels, go minister to God's people. I ask you, Holy Spirit, breathe on uh, your people. I ask now for just a peace to come on us today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and God bless you. I'll see you next time. It's Pastor Ridge. I'm signing off.